New Vision Podcast friends. This is Angelisa Chandler, Biblical Counselor and the Care Ministry Associate here at New Vision Baptist Church. We are in the Psalms and today we'll be reading Psalm 13. I'll begin by reading that in the New International Version. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and every day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer, O Lord my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. My enemy will say, I have overcome him and my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord for he has been good to me. All right, guys. Well, the Psalms are just such a beautiful place to go in so many seasons of life. Um, And I love that we're doing this together. In Psalms 13, we can start by just reading um, who wrote the psalm and to whom it was written. So it says, for the director of music, a psalm of David. So we know this was written by David and it was for the director of music or some people say, or some translations say, the chief musician. So we're not sure exactly who it was written to. Some might say that the chief musician is God himself, right? He is the conductor of all things. Um, It's a beautiful, beautiful way to say, like, Lord, this is for you, the chief musician. It also could mean it's actually written for a specific leader of the choir or musicians in David's time, um, even though we're not sure we know it was written by David. And as we read the psalm, it's kind of a progressive psalm. It starts out with just sorrow and just agony. And then as David continues in this short psalm, he ends in rejoicing and in peace. Isn't that what we all want in life when we hit these hard struggles? So let's dig in to see how we can apply this to our own lives. Well, we see David, how he starts this psalm out. He starts by asking the question, how long? Matter of fact, he asked it four times. This shows that his long intense desire for deliverance is just really coming from a really dark place, like a place of sorrow. Something is going on in his life that just seems like there is no end. Sometimes we're, we're able to endure hardships if we can kind of see the end in sight. You know, it's kind of like, um, you know, just a long work day. It's been a hard, rough work day and we're just ready for it to be over. We can usually endure that day because we know what time we're going to get off work and we can go home and we have something to look forward to. But other times in life, we have these struggles that we really can't see an end to. And this is where David finds himself in that struggle that he really can't see the end. And sometimes this brings us to a longer despair. And this is when we find ourselves crying out to God. When we look at how he's crying out to God, these are the questions he asks. He says, will you forget me forever? Will you hide your face from me? David actually feels like God has forgotten him, that God is not listening to him, that God has actually distanced himself from David. Sometimes we feel like that when we can't see an end, but these are just feelings right? These are feelings that David actually feels like it's kind of his reality. Sometimes our feelings are so strong that they create a reality in our lives. But are these facts or feelings? We already discovered their feelings, right? So we can't make them facts. We must have a right understanding of feelings and be able to balance this in our life. So what are feelings? Feelings are a gift from God. God gives us our feelings as an expression of his image in us. We can feel 
anger, love, sorrow, care, excitement, and so many emotions in so many ways. And it's because God has these feelings. Whenever we feel these things, it's literally an expression on, wow, God feels these things too. The problem is, is that we can't always trust our feelings because our feelings are affected by our fallenness. It's okay to have these feelings. They're right to have these feelings because of the fact that we are like God, but we must take them to God and not just accept them as reality. Here's the balance. Some people tip the scales and just ignore their feelings, right? They just bottle them up. They don't want to feel them. They don't allow them to surface. They just really try to ignore them. But actually, we will be robbing ourselves of understanding God's feelings and what he's like if we don't allow those to surface in our life. They're a gift. God wants us to have feelings because he does. On the other end of the scale, we see others that literally rule their lives by their feelings. They just, their reality is shaped by how they feel that day or, or that season. Literally live off of facts from their feelings when feelings are definitely not facts, right? So here's the balance. It's okay to have feelings. It's okay to feel these things like David did, but we must bring them to God. We must understand that God will show us truth in our feelings to help us through. So as we read again, so we start off seeing how David really feels. And actually he tells us in verse two that he's wrestling with his thoughts So literally what he's saying is, I'm stuck in my thoughts. Like I'm just thinking all these things in my head. And and literally when we do this and we just ponder something over and over and over, man, it can really disturb us, right? Like we can really get caught up in that. So David is saying that this sorrow is lingering every day and he doesn't know how to get out of this loop. But I love it because he does these right things. He does take them to God. And when he does, God shows up. Matter of fact, this is what he do, what he does. He goes straight to prayer, right? It says in verse three, look on me and answer, O Lord, my God. This is when he's just literally praying to the Lord. So he goes to God in prayer and he asks God to help him see, to help him give light to my eyes. He wants to see truth. He wants to see his circumstances rightly through the lens of the Lord. And then at the end, you see where he actually comes to realization of truth. Remember, guys, whenever we have feelings, we must decide if they're true or not. And then David realizes the truth in what he's saying. God, of course, never forgets us. God, of course, does not hide from us. This is what David remembers, that he can trust in God because of his unfailing love, that God loves him so much that he wouldn't forget him and he wouldn't hide from him. So he could trust him. He also remembers his salvation comes from the Lord and that in that he can find joy, even if in his toughest circumstances. And then lastly, he understands that he's been worshiping the wrong thing. Worship is literally when we elevate something to its highest place. And so literally he has been worshiping his circumstances and hardships and his troubles so much that it was like on top of all of the things that he should be Thinking of, he had prioritized that over the Lord. But as we know, God is the only one worth worshiping. So he changes his lens and his view on his circumstances and says, But I will worship the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he is always good to me. 
So here's our takeaway. In times of dark times, what do we do? We keep on praying. We keep on trusting. We keep rejoicing. And we keep worshiping the Lord. This is great truths for us today. So guys, I hope that you, um, when you find yourself in a time of just, man, making your feelings seem like reality, I hope we can do a heart check and pray, go to prayer, go to the Lord. Remember, you can trust him. Keep rejoicing and knowing that your salvation and your hope is in Jesus. And that brings us to a place of worship. I love you guys. And I pray you have a great week. Bye. Mm -hmm.